0: Mug episode 359 on Monday the 28th of September 2015. I'm your host Stephen Layton. Welcome to my mug. Welcome to the news. Okay so news. There is one piece of news this week and that piece of news is we're about to release a brand new blend on the website. Um, this blend went live on Friday and I um, It's the answer to everything. Well, what is the answer to everything? Well, it's obviously 1973. Um, It's an in-joke. You have to be in to get it. But you don't have to be in to get the blend. You can go and buy it on the site now. It works well as filter coffee. It works well as espresso. It works well as cappuccino. It works well at fixing world poverty. It works well at uh, fixing an argument between you and a loved one. Um, It works well at everything. So, we've made a little video to launch it, so I'm going to show that here and now.
1: Stephen, welcome back. You start out with one point from your previous round on the chosen subject of rolling glue. General knowledge starts now. In what year did Sunderland Football Club last win the FA Cup?
0: 1973.
1: Correct. In 2007, what James Blunt song rose to the top of Venezuelan pop rock chart?
0: 1973.
1: Correct. What coffee is best for making cappuccino style coffee? 1973. Correct. In what year did American rock band Aerosmith release their debut album?
0: 1973.
1: Correct. What 1998 TV movie follows the outraged lives of a group of high school students and starred Ben Foster as well as James Franco?
0: 1973.
1: Correct. What coffee is best for brewing in an aeropress?
0: 1973.
1: Correct. In what year was Jamaican dance hall artist Jean Paul born?
0: 1973.
1: Correct. What coffee is best for making an espresso style coffee? 1973. Correct. What coffee is best for brewing bulk brew coffee? 1973. Correct. What coffee is best for brewing in a Turkish style Ibrik brewer?
0: 1973.
1: Correct. What coffee would be the best choice for use in a coffee and walnut cake? 1973. Correct. What is the answer to... I've started so I'll finish. What is the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe and everything? 40...1973? Correct. With no passes, taking your score up to 1973, that makes you today's winner. Congratulations.
0: So that was the news, um, the only news that we have. Um, This week's focus on, though, is a little bit more serious, and it's going to be on the area of Yurgachev in Ethiopia. So Yurgachev is in Ethiopia, and he's a micro-region within the much larger region of Sadama, uh, or Sadamo, depending on whether you're right or wrong, um, in southern Ethiopia. Um, it's widely considered to be the birthplace of coffee. This, of course, is also wrong. Um, it's actually the area to the left of Addis Ababa, called Jimma, which is pretty much 99% of where coffee was born. But Ethiopia is still in... Ethiopia. Yirgacheffe is still an incredibly important uh, area for coffee, producing some of the most diverse and tasty coffees. Um, and coffees that coffee roasters tend to love. These are the coffees that we all get really excited about. Um, Yerkeshef is a town in central southern Ethiopia, uh, locating the Gdeb zone um, uh, at an elevation between uh, 1,800 to 2,000 metres above sea level, uh, which are the perfect conditions for growing coffee. Um, and that was Focus On. So it's good news, we're going to Africa. Yay! We haven't been to Africa for ages! Um, and we're going to, uh, guess where? From Focus On, can you work it out? Yergechef, which is in central southern Ethiopia. And again, has some amazing plant stock. Um, this coffee comes from 800 smallholders in the town of Gadeb. Uh, which is about 40 kilometers south of Yogachev, so it's a little bit further down, um, as you're on the road towards the Kenyan border. It um, has an altitude of 1,900 to 2,100 meters in this area, um, and uh, is pretty, pretty special. Uh, now, the problem with Ethiopia is there are many, many m- millions of bags sold every year um, with uh, the term Yergechef on them, and they're all completely different. And Basically, you have to find them on the cupping table. You may have seen over previous years how many different yoga chefs we've had. We've had Gedev a few times, but we've also had others that we haven't uh, we haven't seen um, because they're just terrible. Uh, everything goes through the, uh, well, not everything, but majority of coffee goes through the ECX, which is the Ethiopian Commodity Exchange, um, where things are cooked and graded c- c- using something called the Q-grading system, um, and... Yeah, it's it's basically just whatever tastes good is what we end up buying. Um, the Karumi part of this name is uh, a varietal that I've not seen before, but apparently is incredibly indigenous to Ethiopia. Um, has a tendency of being very sweet, very aromatic, very floral. All the things that pretty much um, I tend to like in coffee. And um, this is a fully washed coffee. Um, so it's gone through the pulping machine, take the pulp off. It's then been put under water. Uh, for the fermentation process to happen. Now this is between 36 and 48 hours uh, depending on temperature, humidity, uh, lots of things happening in the local area can really affect how long it is there. But basically they'll pick it up out of the water and scrunch it together and if they think it's ready then it goes onto drying tables um, and uh, uh, gets dried out there in the sun. Uh, And that can take anything from 10 days to 3 weeks. but what they do, they keep measuring the moisture content on that until it gets to either 12%, 12 to 11% is kind of the target window that they're aiming for. Um, and that's pretty much all we know about it. That, there's obviously numbers that we can talk about, so it's from Ethiopia, it's from Yergachev, it's from the town of Gadeb, the is Karumi, um, altitude of 1900 to 2000 metres above sea level, it's fully washed, comes from 800 small holders. Um, but I don't have a great deal of anything else. Um, it's all a little bit vague. And while we're on the subject of vague, we're going to go to this week's map bit, which is also going to be a little bit vague. But we're going to focus down on the area of Gadeb um, and hope we find out a little bit there. So it's map bit time. There I am. Seems a long time ago, that. I must update that at some point. Actually, no, that's work. Forget that. Anyway, we are going south and we're going to Africa, which is very, very, very exciting for a map bit because we don't go to Africa very often. Um, the wonderful continent and home and birthplace of coffee. Um, but we're not going to, uh, we're going to... We're not going to go to Kenya. We're not going to go to um, Burundi. We're going to go to Ethiopia, the real birthplace. Place, And we can see Addis Ababa there. And um, here comes a fact. So there are over 80 different languages spoken in Ethiopia. And I don't speak any of them, so because I'm single-lingual, or whatever that is. I'm not even bilingual. But we're going down to Gedeb, and this is the town of Gedeb. Now, this is where the washing station is. And the problem with Africa is it's just so vague. Like, we have a washing station address, but all of this area is super high. Um, you've got the, uh, the highest point being 4,620 metres, and actually having a below sea level um, area of minus 125 metres, which really should be under the sea um, but there we see the town all around this town there are growers uh, they'll all be growing uh, as little as 200 trees um and that was the map bit see i love africa i hate doing map bits in africa next week's map bit is going to be very good i'm very excited about next week's map bit but it is a little bit vague and i do apologize but some news never vague is of course mr roland glue and time for his very daft fact of the week There is a football team in Ethiopian Premier League called Ethiopian Coffee FC and they were formed in 1976. Not 1973, Stephen. I like the way Roland brings in the news into his his Daft Fact of the Week. Right, I'm going to whap you on pause, I'm going to go and get my tasty and delicious drinks and I'm going to come back and drink them with you in just a moment. Back, let's dive straight into the espresso. So, for me, washed yoga Chefs are very much like washed Kenyans, that they can be a little bit much in the espresso, but I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give this a go. So you remember what I said about the Rume being a varietal is particularly sweet. You get lots of sweetness in this. It is actually really quite balanced. Yes, there's a whole heap of acidity. There's a little bit of that kind of apricotty kind of floral, but it's very sweet. Um, it's actually got a chocolatey note to it as well, which I've not seen before on the cupping table. I've, that's the first time I've kind of hit that one. And that's really good. That's an excellent espresso. So, I'm going to use my platform, of 5,000 of you that watch this every week, to rant. I'm going to rant, and while I rant, I'm going to pour that in there. And you'll understand why. I don't have a cappuccino this week. I don't have a cappuccino, as one, I don't have any milk, because somebody used to pull the milk. But two, I had a horrible experience today. So I went into a coffee shop that I'm not going to name, and I ordered a filter coffee. A filter coffee? A filter coffee? And they came up and they gave me something, I thought that didn't come from over there, that came from over there. And what they served me was this thing here, an Americano. Now I am sure some of you love Americanos, good for you, I hate them, as I'm about to. For me Americano is espresso pulled badly, a lot of the time you'll watch people in shops just let them keep running, which is obviously wrong, I know. They look horrible. This is all scummy and bits on the top and stuff. And not what I order. Like if you say to me, would you like an Americano? I'll say, no, I'd rather poke myself in my eye if that's okay. Now, this is filter coffee. Pour over coffee, filter coffee, however one you do want to say it. Now that, Gives me all that florality. I get that beautiful apricot. The apricot is so dominant here. I get that lovely sweetness. That sweetness is much more of a fruit sweetness here than it is um, in, in the espresso, which I got that chocolate. This is much more fruit sweetness. If I go back to this, it tastes watery, it tastes over-extracted, it tastes horrible. It's not good. They shouldn't be mixed up. And if somebody tries to tell you that it's exactly the same, as I had somebody telling me for two or three minutes this morning, say, oh no, filter coffee and and, uh, Americanos, they're exactly the same, they're no different, tell them what I did, that they're wrong, very wrong, and walk out, and don't go back, because I ain't going back. So, rant over, thank you very much for joining me, as always. And do remember, life's too short for bad coffee and Americanos.